0: The next I point God. <laughs> the next point God. Yeah, that's what they <laughs> call me.
1: More bears. I think I can make that happen. Bears! 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 You're breaking it! I'm like, oh, man, the
0: bears! You're trying to about my press?
1: We're and back. boy have they.
0: We're going to complete a recording and publish it. <laughs> <laughs> Which I think is pretty cool, Evan. Is that crazy? Well, we that... did try to record last week. This is becoming that... a theme now. Okay, I'm starting to see the pattern here. Okay, mm-hmm. uh, and then my boss uh, DM'd me and said, "Hey, can I call you?" And me waiting on good news, but also being afraid of bad news at all times. I decided to to take his call. So it got cut short. But, but that's okay. We're back cooking. We're back. Just like the men's basketball team, we're cooking.
1: Yeah, man. Except we're and
0: looking to do just one in a row
1: instead of four in a row. Evan, how are you? I'm good. Um, I have been getting more sleep this last week than I ever have in my life. You I've been averaging this. nine hours of sleep a night for the last week and a half. I would almost say that's too many. Too yeah. many hours. I woke up this morning and I thought to myself, in in this voice that you're hearing now, in this annoying ass voice, I feel rested. That was the first thought that went in my head when I opened my eyes this morning. <laughs> oh my God, I,
0: I don't hate this awake I feel thing. rested. Yeah. Except that happens to me when the baby doesn't wake up at 2, 3, and 4 a.m. Mm. And so I wake up on like five hours of sleep instead of two. And I'm like, oh, this is not bad. Humans. Humans yeah. do this. This is cool. Yeah, I, I'm i very happy for you. I'm jealous.
1: Um, um, outside but, of uh, my house, in the coffee shop, in my neighborhood, I'm not joking when I tell you I have not been anywhere in 10 days. <laughs> I've only been in these two places. Well, don't go
0: anywhere tonight. We'll, we'll get to why here in a second. Um, we are recording this on Monday, Monday afternoon. Uh, so a lot of you won't listen to this until after Monday night, and that's okay, but let's let's do this. Uh, let's talk men's about basketball it. team amongst all of the worry and all of the concern mm-hmm. did exactly what this basketball team was supposed to do and run through four and probably the easiest stretch of the schedule. Um, and that's what mm-hmm. you need to do if you're going to be a good team. And that's exactly yep. what Baylor did. Baylor goes to Morgantown wins in relatively convincing fashion. It got a little nerve wracking there at the end. Mm-hmm. Baylor comes back home, beats a dismally putrid offensive team mm-hmm. in Oklahoma State mm-hmm. by what, almost 20? Definitive a win. Yeah. It was a lot. Goes to Lubbock, wins in Lubbock, which is not easy to do, even though their team is kind of trash.
1: 0-7 right? in Big 12 play. Stinky. 0 and 7 Stinky. Yeah. And then
0: comes, uh, comes back home, goes back out to Norman, Uh, and beats Oklahoma, a feisty Oklahoma team that just doesn't have a ton of raw athleticism on the roster, Mm -hmm. 62-60. That's four in a row, and Baylor is set uh, to, you know, be back in this thing, right? It was looking there for a while. like This just wasn't Baylor's year. Baylor wasn't going to be able to compete for the conference. But, damn, if we're not right there again.
1: We are. We we have a four-game winning streak, and... No one else in the Big 12 has more than a two game winning streak right now. Um, just as everyone knew, everyone's getting their ass whooped by everyone. Um, Man, you know, it, we it's did. It's even bloodier than I thought it was going to be. Well, the thing is, we did get our ass whooped by Iowa State. I've made peace with that. Kansas State in TCU, we lost by a combined three points, you know? So that record was yep. never as stinky as it looked, but boy, did it look stinky. Um, I'm excited. I I think this this team, like I said, like everyone probably thought, uh, Keontae George is going to be is going to be our engine, and everything is going to is going to go from there. I know you can probably say that in a more nuanced way, but he he has too much of a green light for that not to be true. And I well, think he should have the green light. But that's he's, where the
0: focus is, right? That's where everybody's yeah. focus is is Keontae George, and it should be. Mm-hmm. And I think that's okay. I have been. Everybody knew the kid could score. Everybody knew um, what kind of uh, prospect he is for the NBA, mm-hmm. and that's great and awesome. But what I think I am surprised by is is how many different levels that I've become impressed mm-hmm. by him. Uh, for instance, I think it was the um, I think it was the Texas Tech game. He was either Oklahoma State or Texas Tech. He he gets on Josh O for doing something small wrong, I think, that mm-hmm. led to an, uh, an easy bucket or something. It didn't yell at him like Chris Paul to DeAndre Jordan <laughs> did, which is one of my all-time favorite clips from the NBA. Mm-hmm. Just this small, short man getting very angry at a large, big man. I can relate to that if you can imagine. <laughs> but, but he just gets on him a little bit. Like uh, the vocal leader, right? Yeah. Uh, and then... I think it was against Oklahoma, uh, he he makes a bucket and then just kind of does the calm down motion mm-hmm. to the rest of the team, like settle, like we got this, everything's cool. And you don't typically see that from freshmen, right? You can see the raw talent here. from a lot of freshmen, but it, it, well, especially not here. It's just new for us. Yeah. And I'm, I just continue to be impressed. I'm impressed with his passing. I'm impressed with his effort, I'd say 85% of the time on defense. Mm-hmm. Um,
1: yeah. And you and know, that extra, 50, that extra 15%, I think another year here would do him a lot of work, it's a lot of help consider. if he stuck it's around for a year. No, he's gone. He's definitely gone. He super um, gone. Something you said, you've said a lot of profound things on this podcast, but one thing you've said that has mm. stuck with me is, um, Every good team really needs an asshole, and brother, if he's not an asshole, I've never yeah, seen no, one. Yeah, no, he definitely is
0: that. He's that. Um, I'm so glad he's on in our past team. Past years, in pa- yeah, exactly. In past years, right? It was Mark Vital. Mm. It was Rico Gathers. It was um, Isaiah Austin for a period of time. But those Back guys were just day. like
1: those guys were just like true tight ends. You know, they were bullies when they played. He's a jerk. He's mean. He's rude. Yes. and i We out, need that. He is out to me. We make haven't him really had that. Bad.
0: Yeah. He he's out to make you feel bad about your abilities to play basketball. And you, you need that on a basketball team. You absolutely mm-hmm. do. I he's still a freshman. He still makes mistakes. He mm-hmm. still uh gets a little complacent. He takes jump shots when he's tired. It's a good mm-hmm. thing he's a great jump shooter, but you can tell like tonight. I bet you there'll be a stretch of time where he gets tired because I bet you he's gonna play a bunch of minutes. Yeah. And he'll settle for a couple of jump shots and he'll be like, ah, I wish I wish you would, you know, use that. Ability to get to the basket more often, but it takes a lot of energy to do that. Um, anyway, point being, he is phenomenal, and you know this is one of the rare situations where I'm like, man, I kind of wish, I kind of wish the the NBA rule was two years again. But I I would never want to prevent this kid from going and getting his money because he's definitely future
1: millionaire, come. Keontae George, probably maybe current millionaire. Um, <laughs> do you? Here's something I think we should revisit. I think Jalen Bridges got a lot of slack for being pretty stinky when the season started. I think of these four games, two of them, we don't win without him. He's been going crazy. His three-point shooting, I don't have numbers in front of me, but I know it wasn't good, and I know that it is good now. And they've been timely, and uh, I think he's playing as good as everyone hoped he would when we heard he was coming to play for us. And I bet West Virginia wishes he was still there. Yeah, it's it was it was rough um, early
0: on in the season, but you know, you look at his last couple of games. Uh, early on, okay, so let's go back all the way to New Year's Eve, right? He scores twelve at Iowa State, 0 for two from three, right? Mm-hmm. Three turnovers. yucky right Mm -hmm. um and then he follows that up with eight points versus tcu and you know the thing about that tcu game though was only eight points but seven rebounds two blocks right no Mm -hmm. turnovers then he starts shooting the three ball more right he was averaging like two attempts a game Mm -hmm. after after shooting one for six against gonzaga he he just he kind of stopped shooting but then he, he goes 2-for-3 against TCU, 2-for-5 against Kansas State, which, by the way, is 40%. That's good. 2-for-5 is good. Pretty good. Um, he has a clunker against West Virginia, but he still plays really hard. He has a double-double, you know, 10 points, 11 rebounds. Plays really well. One block, one steal. Uh, and then follows that up with going 1-for-3, 1-for-4, and then 3-for-5 versus Oklahoma. Like, he's rounding into shape, scoring 12, 14, and 11. Three and in a row. Hitting the boards.
1: Yeah. Three in a row to finish that Oklahoma Big game, ones. a game that we won by two. Big ones. We don't win yeah. that without him, with everyone, yeah. but especially him in that context. Um, but you're good. Feel the Matt. confidence rising. We're good. He's good and we're good. And Offensively, we're, we're good. The, 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 the Big 12 is just, it's, it's, I said this earlier, but it's just it, it's what people think the SEC is, you know? There are some um, SEC teams yes. that are getting by, getting not playing Alabama or Georgia every year. You don't you and don't get to I duck guess, anyone over here.
0: I guess that makes
1: Texas Tech Vanderbilt, which is It very makes Texas funny Tech right. Vanderbilt and funny enough, it makes Texas also Texas, which is kind of fun. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um I don't know that we ever talked about the the Chris Beard situation. I'm, I'm you know, it kind of impressive that Texas has been able to stay afloat amidst all of that. I, I will here, give them that credit.
1: Here's what I'll say: fucking take notes, TCU. That's all you got to do. If we'll, if you, we'll if, get into if, that here. If in a there's, I am no, i do wanna, we're not going to go negative. Yet. No, no, no. We're, we're not, not going, going there negative yet. yet. Yet, it's it's on the agenda, folks. It says TCU slander hours, but I will say. <laughs> It's 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 anyone's guess what the final chapter of that Chris Beard saga is going to be. But if you're a school and you even think there's a chance your coach might be a sicko, go ahead. Get him out of there. If he gives you any reason to think he might be up to some fuck shit, get him out of there. You have the second yeah, biggest endowment yeah. in the country of any school. Yep. Go hire fucking who's who's the dude that left Villanova? Jay Wright? Go back Jay up Wright. a Brinks truck to Jay Wright's house and thank me in four years. Always talking
0: about money whipping people into coming there i i, I really but don't think Jay if Wright we would, could but you know who i'm calling if i'm texas i'm calling mark few i'm calling yeah. mark few and saying bring your international recruiting prowess here mm. plus five stars that you'd get because of the brand and the location that's what i'm doing immediately <laughs> i'm giving mark few you know upwards of you know a million more than anybody in the conference to yeah. coach there uh, it, it's pretty simple to me i don't know Anyway, um, yeah, Texas Tech is really the only down spot. Stinky in a remark. I mean, somebody has to lose those games, mm-hmm. right? And Texas Tech says, "I'll absorb all, mm-hmm. I'll absorb all of them. Uh, send nine teams to the <laughs> tournament, and I'll just, I'll just take the fall. No, for hang out. Um, so, um,
1: do we have anything else on men's basketball? Is anything else going on? You're in more in tune than I am. I just turned my TV you on.
0: Think. We we talked on the our daily bears spaces earlier today at lunch, and you mentioned that Flo Thamba might be in line for a big game this evening versus Kansas.
1: It is one of the funniest things in modern Baylor history that Flo Thamba is a fucking matchup nightmare for teams like Gonzaga and Kansas for the
0: really good teams, which is very funny to me. Yeah,
1: he he. I am on the train of thought that you know he's very good at the things that he's good at which is beating up on smaller teams that don't want to be physical teams that are challenging him to do hard basketball things has proven to be difficult, but that's hard for a lot of basketball players.
0: That's hard I, for a lot of basketball. players.
1: I think that he may not hit that 30 mark tonight, but he hit 29 last year against a better Kansas team. So, so, so let's, we'll see. Let's talk about the game tonight. Um, I've been
0: thinking about this Kansas team and for context, I, I typically hate watch a lot of the conference mates that we have early in the season to see what, what problems might, you know, raise their head later on in conference mm-hmm. play, right? For, uh, for Kansas, it's usually uh, a non-conference game against a feisty mid-major, uh, and mm-hmm. Kansas just refuses to play defense. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't see that in non-con They looked great, but you look at the last two Kansas games versus Kansas State and then a blowout loss at home versus TCU, and I'm thinking teams are starting to figure this Kansas team out, which is awesome. However, I'm, I'm just confused about the vibe of this Kansas team. Are they dangerous or are they just so flawed that they can't beat teams that are as athletic as them? And... It scares me that Baylor's favored by 2 tonight.
1: But yeah. we'll see how that plays out. Um Bill self, good coach, always been a good coach. Do you think you have to getting... say great you have to say great coach. Okay, great you, coach. No, I don't, coach. don't good. I don't I don't want to sound like I'm 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 tarnishing what what he's about. Do you think getting this most recent title, he's just losing his fastball? He he's checked all his boxes and now he's on his way out. I think this is a Maybe I will slander him.
0: I think this is a roster construction issue. They don't have a big like we alluded to. KJ Adams is their like post player and he's mm-hmm. like a big small forward.
1: Yeah. Well they they always have those like one and done five-star guys that are in there, but I feel like the last few years, I'm only I'm gonna, this is a question because I don't know the answer to it. These last few years, they've always had one or two guys that are like fourth year, fifth year seniors that mm-hmm. really do a lot of the heavy lifting. Yeah. Do they have that this year? Is is that is that maybe a missing piece? I I'm asking because I, I don't know. Jalen Wilson, I think Jalen Wilson is a junior. Okay, so uh, he's the yeah, elder statesman,
0: junior. He's a redshirt junior. He, red junior. So in theory, yes, like he's okay. he's he's the elder statesman, right? And he's he's really good. I, I I'm about to I'm about to sound like I'm you know saying he's not good. I, I'm not saying that. He is a good player. But the entire Kansas offense runs through him, mm-hmm. and it's just not efficient because everybody else knows the entire offense is run through him, and his only help is Grady Dick, who is a freshman and doesn't really create for himself, or mm. DeWan Harris, who doesn't really shoot the ball. Um, so you just lean your entire defense towards stopping Jalen Wilson, and yeah. you live with the results.
1: Uh, you know how they have that basketball discussion on the internet that's like, Got that dog in him versus that boy nice. I feel like Grady Dick is a that boy nice player. Every Correct. time I've watched yes. him play, he is, he's saucing people up and he's looking like me while yes. doing it. So it's, it's finally nice to get some representation out there. Honestly,
0: <laughs> you know, we've always said Evan, <laughs> as I've, as I have said. Yeah. Uh, so. I, like I said, Baylor being favored by two makes me a little nervous, but I could see Baylor winning this game by 10. I could also see Kansas keeping this super, super close until the very mm-hmm. last minute where, you know, anything goes. Um, sure. So we'll we'll see. We will see. I, I'm really curious to see who is refing this game tonight. I, I
1: don't have it in front of me, but I'd, I'd be very curious to see who's... <laughs>
0: Is the rep? Uh, um, uh, something anyway. I
1: just remembered, I just remembered looking at our schedule. I have tickets to see us play Texas next week. I'm going to be there. I'm going to, on Monday, I'm flying back in from Seattle in the morning, and then me and Madison are going. You should come. It could be a party. I might join you
0: for that. I've never it's, been in that It's an A-pin arena tip.
1: You could it's sleep A-pin at my tip. house.
0: I could sleep at your house. I No, I'm driving home to sleep in my bed. Bring an overnight um, bag. Bring an overnight bag, yes. A fanny pack. Um... Yep, Kansas tonight, Monday, and then the Big 12 SEC Challenge against mm-hmm. Terry Black's kid uh, and Arkansas in Waco, mm-hmm. which will be really good. I'm going to see if I can go to that one, a 3 p.m. tip there. Are they good? And then, yeah, conference play picks right back up, and it, it doesn't get much easier um, with with the exception of, like we said,
1: Texas Tech. Anything else on yeah. basketball? Um, I don't think so, man. I just... As someone who loves to talk shit and doesn't really like to do the heavy lifting, I feel like around this time of year, I'm just kind of ready for it to be March. You know, we're probably going to lose three or four more conference games. And I just don't want to have to go through that heartache. I'm just ready. I'm ready to be done doing that so we can... I hear you. So we I can play you. someone that isn't a fucking meat grinder.
0: Yep. I understand that. And we'll see We'll see what Arkansas looks like. They've, they've had some injuries and they're not exactly what they were planned out to be. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm very curious about that game. Women's basketball. Um, this team looked like it was still figuring some things out, but on the path to being a top five team, uh, you, you have really good wins over o- number 17, Oklahoma at the time, number 21, Kansas. Uh, then you drop three out of, out of the last four. Uh, mm-hmm. I, I don't I think- know precisely what's going on, but... I really hope that the blue hairs and people who were, we'll call them um, staunch supporters of the last administration, last coach, coaching staff. I hope they give her more time than what. Th- it seems like people are going to grow impatient really quick
1: and they should, mm-hmm. they really should. Um, I agree. I think something that we all need to think about is Kim Mulkey what gave us one of the best decades any Power 5 program at any sport has had. We yeah. won 11 straight conference titles, and we're still winning them. She, apart from that, you know, 0 season where we won the national championship, it was almost 10 years into her tenure before we really became like a juggernaut. So I right. think there's about five or six good, no, great to elite women's basketball teams every year. We're not one of them this year, but we have been for a decade and a half. So give her some fucking time. (laughs) We're a good basketball team. We just dropped out of the AP poll for the first time in like a decade. So if, you know, all these people are saying like, you know, support women's basketball, be a big fan. Well, it's really easy to do it when you're winning fucking 28, 29 games a year. This is a real team with like real problems. That's like actually flawed and they're going to have to get better. And if you actually like women's basketball, you should probably root for that. Everyone likes winning. So I, I think we're going to find Here, out. I think this is what I'm getting at. We're going to find out who likes women basketball and who likes to beat the shit out of people because there's going be to be a line.
0: Who likes to be associated with a winner? Yeah, You're exactly yeah. right. Here's That's exactly what we're finding news, out. Right. Here's here's the really, really good news. It is not mm-hmm. just a whole bunch of seniors and upperclassmen doing this. Yeah, L- Dariana Little Page Bugs, Bella uh mm-hmm. two phenomenal freshmen I am so excited to see them grow into mm-hmm. what they are going to be. Um, really, really cool. Didn't but we Sarah Andrews.
1: National player of
0: the her. week, Sarah Andrews, right? She is an absolute hashtag hooper. She is not just a basketball yeah. player. She is a hooper. Shooting 35% from three, just filling it up. Uh, 24 against West Virginia, 19 against Texas. She had 30 against Oklahoma she's mm-hmm. she's a straight-up baller
1: i love watching she's a dog football. love watching. um football. i don't i don't want this to become the kim mulkey flower hour but i just I, I just think it's worth noting you know the last six years that kim mulkey was our coach we lost five conference basketball games that's just that's unsustainable and maybe she saw no, the writing on not, the wall yeah, on her way out it's it's, it's unsustainable yep. so everyone buckle up we're a pretty good big 12 basketball team and this is what it's like to not be fucking demigods on the court. So if you like yeah. women's basketball, we're playing some pretty good women's basketball. We're playing some pretty good basketball. You don't even throw gender on it. We're playing fun and good basketball. We got some ballers. Yep. Caitlin Bickle is uh she's she's a glue girl, is what she is. That's what I've learned watching yep. more of her this year. We're fun Absolutely. and we're good. And uh it's gonna be a fun rest of the season. We may not win twelve conference championships in a row, but fucking no one else does either. So come on, gang. Very true. Very true,
0: and I think it's just more of a missed shots thing. Yeah, over the last four games, it'll it'll turn around. And also, right. Texas we um, played
1: yesterday, pretty damn good too. They're a good team. Very, we got a lot very, of good basketball being good. played.
0: Yep, very very good.
1: Where do you want to go next? What else uh, we got? We have a couple different. Ways you know where I
0: don't ask me. You know where I want to go. The title of the episode, I presume. <laughs> <laughs> I have decided have to decided, be mean to TCU. Let me let me let me preface anything you're about to say. Okay. Okay. Because it is a somewhat delicate subject. We're going sure. to focus on the non-delicate parts of this. <laughs> um okay. you We are f- focusing uh the following sentiments towards the Administration of the particular institution we're going to be talking about towards the football staff of this particular institution, and to the fans that support a recent decision by that particular football staff. Fair enough. Yeah, we're not attacking that's like, fair. the fans that disagree with this. There needs to be a separation. A separation. But they fucking did it really to me afforded. and you. Yeah, that's well. We, I want to be better than that because
1: you're right. Because no, you're right, and, and I, I. I don't plan on um painting with a broad brush like maybe some of my friends have up north but there is a real strong
0: distinction between those who support this and those who don't and i just want to make that clear if you sure that that that's a good note i think that's a good disclaimer the hashtag because those
1: the the list of people that i have seen celebrating this is extremely short so i think i think that's a pretty accurate disclaimer you've given but here's the thing, Matt. At the end of this football season, after they gave up the horned frog goosey on national television, everyone everyone, and their friends were prepared to say, okay, TCU was a flawed football team this year, got extremely lucky, was extremely explosive, they played well, we're going to give them a billion flowers because they deserved it. But then... Yeah. But then... They almost had then, me rooting for them. I, I was almost actively rooting for them. But then... They yeah. decided to go hire one Kendall Bryles, which one let's just let's zoom in first. He fucking stinks. You see all those people saying, Oh, well, Arkansas had a top fifteen offense. So we're doing this from a yeah, football look,
0: perspective first, right? Okay. Oh,
1: we're doing both. I don't really know where this route is taking us. But um he's, he is a cooked product, and you're gonna bring you're gonna bring his offense into the Big Twelve that was the national f- first person to solve that offense. Like, what are we, what are you doing? You don't, you don't, I think that's where I'm getting most upset. You don't need a Kendall Bryles to, to run a competent and smart and good offense, but you decided to tell two thirds of your fan base that you don't really care what they think because you did your investigation and it wasn't his dad. People forget he was the fucking offensive coordinator over here. When the world exploded, he coordinated the offense and they went and made him the associate head coach. And here's my question for why for for whom did that bell toll, Matt? Who was asking for that? Exactly. Exactly. Nasty. They exactly. they and a lot of I would say most of the fans that I have seen are not cool with it. But you know, this is the crux of being a college football fan and maybe they're going to fucking understand that you are rooting for a a staff full of sickos at their core who are working for an administration that at their core is a bunch of sickos, a bunch of old old white sickos. And you you shouldn't be held – you shouldn't have to cape for nasty people, I guess is what I'm saying. And the the schools that you love and, and the programs that you love are are deeply flawed because they're ran by flawed people. And it's nasty. You know, there, there's a bunch of people over the next few years that are going to have to answer a lot of questions about a lot of things that they didn't have anything to do with, that they obviously didn't support and that they will continue to not support. But they're going to have to support because the dude's going to have on purple. And it's going to be pretty nasty this year when his dad's on the sidelines. So everyone buckle up for that because that shit's going to happen. It's going to happen. And he's going to have a job in the next few years. I am praying you are wrong. Mm. I am too, but but until – now now we can zoom out to sort of the broader, more gentle discussion around it. But until you can have a true discussion about how flawed sickos are and how much power and authority we give them, you're going to have regular degular fans with day jobs who are going to have to fucking cape for them or at least be treated as if they are caping for them because that's how nasty the whole situation is. It's gross, and I think there are a lot of really, really good people who – have never done anything nasty or never been associated with anything nasty who are missing out on chances to coach really really exactly. strong and sound football and better have offensive a proven track record too. like better offensive coaches
0: so here here's the thing right the the Arkansas roster was picked to be like a dark horse Winner of the SEC West, they mm-hmm. had everything in place. They had the quarterback, they had the defense, they had the skill position players. They had everything ready to go make a run at this, and th- with a down Alabama, with a down Auburn, with um, you know, we we'll just like call that very, Auburn. Yeah, <laughs> a down LSU, right? They didn't play LSU, right? But like, it mm-hmm. was it. They were primed to do something in the West and they go yeah. 7 and 6. And you look at like the raw offensive stats and okay, sure, you scored 38 against Missouri State. Um <laughs> you scored 52 against BYU. You scored Hey, not uh, everyone could beat them. Not everybody can beat them. You scored 41 <laughs> against Auburn and 42 against Ole Miss, right? Okay. It just, well, you didn't score enough. You... You, you scored twenty-one against Texas A&M and lost to them, right? You scored twenty-six points against one of the most flawed Alabama defenses we've seen in a long time. You scored mm. seventeen against Mississippi State. You scored nineteen against Liberty. You scored ten against Louisiana. Not everyone can beat them LSU. Either. They did play LSU. Yeah, I'm sorry. You scored ten against LSU. And it, you scored 27 on like the worst Missouri defense we've seen in a decade and it, it's it's but it's made up for like if you look at their season overall rankings and stuff they're fine but overall this is just an offense that did not work and I, I just don't know even if it was good it's not worth
1: taking this kind of PR hit Um, and it, I, like but he's not even that good. A, a an all time unforced error, and you know we kind of talked last time about the blueprint of schools our size and TCU size of making a national championship run, and like it's going to have to look the way TCU did it, which means there's going to have to be a shit ton of attrition and like a rebuilding stage. You can't you you can't duplicate what they just did, so they're going to bring in Kendall Bryles and they're going to lose seven eight games next year, and even if they win eleven. They're still doing it with a brials on stuff like it, it it doesn't make sense there's no logic behind right. it there's no and idea. like this this whole discussion is independent of like telling every woman and most man that roots for you that their valid concerns about his attitude towards women and his attitudes towards sexual violence and 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 how it should be dealt with doesn't fucking matter you know, like sure they're gonna put they're gonna say they're gonna put a tight leash on them and their whatever right. X Y Z, but at the end of the day they want it, it's, I think this is what Holly always says, Holly Anderson. They wanted to, so they did. Like that's what it comes down to. Exactly. They wanted to go hire our Briles' son because they want an explosive offense, so they did. From a completely cold and objective standpoint, I am
0: curious to see how this impacts the athletic department over there, um, as a whole. Like. I I don't think it's going to be a sweeping thing. And I think the people that I um, have befriended, you know, via Twitter and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, blogging and things of that nature, I've had multiple people reach out to me saying that they're canceling their season tickets or they're, you know, they're not going to cover TCU football on their podcast anymore or like, and yeah, those are probably drops in the bucket, but I'm curious to see, where this goes like i'm not happy about it i'm actually very sad about all of this but it it is from an academic standpoint interesting to see what happens here because no this isn't kendall briles first job uh, you know after baylor right he's been hired by two or three other state schools um (laughs) but
1: it just makes it makes no sense it makes no sense it makes no sense um and it stinks because tcu for all the shit that we've said about them in the last decade, they've kind of done everything the right way. You know, they've they have they have built a program in a way that I would love to see my program build themselves. And to to do this for no reason, that perhaps yeah. the most exciting opening in the whole country was the TCU offensive coordinator after this year. And they mailed it in with, with a Brials. And you know that they know they fucked up, because look at the announcement. It's his kids on a plane. Dingo his name's not in it you can't search for it so it, it makes me really sad and um i don't know man i just think that we're not going to rehash everything that happened at Baylor because it was all nasty and hopefully it never happens again and it it's awful but until as like a college sports ecosystem we can stop attaching and i'm at fault for this too but like until we can stop attaching schools names or or just people's names to to the actual problem and, and scapegoating this this scourge that it's on college campuses. Shit like this is gonna keep happening. You know, you can say, well, he didn't know or he did what he was supposed to. But until we like nationwide address sexual violence and how people in authority aren't Bingo. handling it properly or or taking it seriously. It's just going to, this is going to be what happens every summer. You know, a Bryles is going to get hired or whoever A&M just picked up is going to get hired. And we're going to say they're nasty for doing it. So glad my school isn't doing it. And then we're going to move on. And that, and that waters down the whole, the whole nastiness of it all, you know, because every, ev- ev- everyone's argument and everyone's sort of quote tweet bullshit kind of distills down to, ah, I told you that this place was full of sickos. Right. Not my place. But it's everywhere. It's every place and it's every school. And it's going to continue being that until this is um, treated the way it needs to be. And not just as a, ugh, that name attached, that school attached their brand to that name. You know, we're treating symptoms. Very succinct way to say
0: that. You're exactly right. Oh, Um, also your best
1: season ever included a second place finish in the conference and an at large bid to the Fiesta Bowl. (laughs)
0: Nice Fiesta Bowl trophy.
1: Um, (laughs) I wish we had one.
0: Let's move on to some good news for Baylor here. Uh, Baylor has a full quarterback room. The transfer portal started off very slow for Baylor, got really good in my opinion here. You bring in Sawyer Robinson, uh, the transfer from Mississippi State, and R.J. Martinez, who went to Round Rock Westwood, I don't know if you know that, Mm -hmm. uh, from uh, Northern Arizona
1: University. Both really talented. Uh, Northern kids. Illinois, you and I, I believe. And the only reason I correct you there is because uh, there seem there there's a team in our conference that has had trouble with you and I historically, and uh, he's back in the fold. I don't know if you remember what you and I did to Texas a few years ago in the uh, in the basketball tournament, but they sent him home. They sent him packing.
0: Hey, am I right? I is just it? sent a
1: link in the chat? It, I just oh, sent you a link is in the it chat. Wrong? Can you click
0: that for me, please? <sighs> Matt, I have been making what this joke. Says there?
1: I've been making this joke for two weeks now. And now I have to go tell about 15 people that I've, I'm not going to tell them. I don't care. Whatever. You're right. <laughs> so you have Sawyer Robinson
0: from Mississippi State and RJ <laughs> Martinez from Northern Insert State here, University. Uh, both really talented three stars. Very excited to see how that quarterback room shakes out. You also get Mike Smith. Um, unfortunately from Liberty, but a talented linebacker there. Uh, you have Isaiah Dunson, the defense, the cornerback from Miami, excited about mm-hmm. him. Uh, and Jack Stone from Michigan State. You get the Barrington brothers from BYU. Mm-hmm. Dominic Richardson from OSU. Um, and Keitron Jackson from Arkansas. And... It's just looking um, better. You know, you lose a Squirrel in the portal. You lose Noah Rauschenberg. Rip. You lose Kyron Drones. um, rip. Devin Neal and a couple other defensive players. But, like, overall, really happy with how the transfer portal... Mm-hmm. A
1: net a net positive, I would say. Um, I think Squirrel yes, especially was... With, uh,
0: yeah, especially with the defensive coordinator switch and, and having excitement mm-hmm. around that side of the ball. Yeah, I'd agree.
1: Yeah. Um, very sad to see Squirrel leave... Um, yeah. I feel like his his time here is going to be filled with what ifs. Um, I don't think he is that much better than the running back from Oklahoma State. That our running back room is going to feel much different. I think, right? I think if we if we could afford to lose somebody as good as him at any position, it was the running back room. Um, but he is going to has he signed anywhere yet? Is is Squirrel? Uh, is he employed? Hmm. I don't see anything about that. No, I don't think so. Well, someone's going to be very lucky. He he plays twice as strong as he looks, and he looks pretty strong. Uh, I'm very sad to see him go. I don't think I got any more football talk in me for a few more months, though. Yeah. I think I'm tapped out.
0: I, yeah. I, I This was kind of the closing, right? You get the, the second signing day coming up here pretty soon, and then we'll be able to mm-hmm. close the book until at least, what, April or May, whenever the spring game is, but yeah. I I tend to agree. Um,
1: Um, Here's a question for you, Matt. Um, Who do you think starts at quarterback for us and also for the Longhorns down south? Who do you think is the day Mm. one starter at both of those schools?
0: Day one, I still think it's Blake Shapen. I could be wrong. The Sawyer Robertson kid is is talented. He was originally a four-star coming
1: Mm -hmm. out of school. Um, Yeah, a very good get- like, an extremely I good think get.
0: The, I think the transition from a Mike Leach air raid to this wide zone situation is going to be an adjustment period for him. But I could definitely see him starting at some point in non-con or moving into conference play. I, I, mm-hmm. I absolutely could. But day one, it'll be um, Blake
1: Shapen. And I'll add to that, that up, in, up until now, Blake Chapin has done... Pretty much exactly what Charlie Brewer did. <laughs> like almost to a T. Yeah. Um, Char- I think Charlie was a little better in year two, but uh they have taken an equal amount of hits, probably equal amount of concussions so far. So That's having nice. having a four star in the wings if, if shit goes south is is not a luxury we had in the past. Yeah. Um I think you're right. I think it'll be shaping that starts. What do you think about what do things happen in Austin? I know we're not we I don't personally care, but I, I'm I gotta what's that word? Is it? It's German for other people's pain, laughing at it. Scheudenfraud. I got a lot of pre that you for what's gonna go on in that fall camp. You can't start Archibald.
0: You you can't start Archibald day one. You start No,
1: day. you shouldn't. You shouldn't start Archibald
0: day one. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Fair enough. Yeah, who knows? And honestly, I you know, the talent has never really mattered there. So not not gonna worry about it. But Spencer Sanders is gone finally. Um, hmm. I I think wish he would have came oldest, to us. Um, I, I don't understand that still. <laughs> I do not understand that still.
1: I have seen uh, quarterbacks worse yeah. than him win the Big Twelve at our school. Yeah, maybe not worse. I have seen quarterbacks who are a good comparison. Um, yeah, man, TCU is gonna be a mess. You know, getting off my soapbox for a second, like they they're going to need impact transfers instantly to have any sort of continuity. And I don't think they will. Nope.
0: So Dylan fuck them. Back.
1: as always, Oh yeah. Did you see, <laughs> I, I hate to reference my own tweets anytime, anywhere, but did you see what I said when they said he was coming back? I think we said the same thing, but I said, let's go. He <laughs> <laughs> <You> fucking stunk <laughs> it. Oh, no, I didn't see that. <laughs> That's great. That was kind of my reaction uh, too.
0: That yeah. was kind of my reaction too. Um, all right, let's let's wrap this thing up. What what else you got for All me? Right, I'm, I'm done with sports. We've done the work. It's time to kick back and have um, a
1: happy hour. I am about to get into big travel hours on my side. I'm going to Seattle on Thursday, yeah, and then I'm going to New York City cool. on Tuesday. So big old travel hours for go. me. Worst places to go for sure. Um, Madison has been gone for ten days, dude. And I it has been me and the dogs. Yeah, you're it's going been crazy. the dogs and me, and that's it um i have been going crazy but i've gotten you know being the youngest kid i've gotten really really good at hanging out alone my whole life and i've been like proving it to myself <laughs> that i'm really good at hanging out alone i think i said i think i said like 100 words this weekend total uh it was really Fair good i uh, did a lot of yard work so much i've been texting you so much i <laughs> uh, did a lot of yard work pretty proud of the work that i've gotten done and uh anything else let's see nope that's all New i got what about you solutions how are we doing there um i'm going crazy without walking so i've been walking i'm i'm gonna hit 500 miles this year <laughs> i'm not doing a thousand because that is it. completely irresponsible but uh, i've been walking and i've been not drinking beer um th- everything's coming up millhouse over here if you want me to keep it above oh I it. oh I know what I want to tell you. I've been getting, I've been taking a lot of baths this year. I'm becoming a bath guy. That's
0: right. You mentioned
1: the baths. Uh-huh. Yeah. How been, long is a
0: bath, bath for you? I saw somebody on Twitter ask, like, eh. what's the minimum amount of time that
1: you need to spend in the bath to make it worth it? Well, actually, let me pick your brain about this. I don't know if you have any time left, or if you want to cut this. But when you, when was the last time you took a bath? Like, do you have a bath routine? If you had to take um, one right now,
0: it was during the last wreck basketball league i played in i took okay. an ice bath and okay. i stayed in there for a good 15-20 minutes yeah
1: okay ice baths are for sick but not first like of a all. relaxing second
0: bath. it was like a recovery bath
1: okay i uh i love a relaxing bath and i do this I do. thing and it's not it's not graphic it's not gross or weird but i don't so when you have to take a hot bath listener feel free to chime in here do you fill it all the way up and then get in, or do you get in and then fill it all the way up?
0: Well, I certainly What's, what don't do you do, do the do? second one. You don't get in
1: empty. Huh? That sounds I do. cold as hell. Why not? That sounds cold. Yeah, but it You, cold you warm up. You you warm up with it. I mean, I let it run for it's like in between. Fa- when, once there's hot water coming out of the thing, I'm in. So I'm, I'm just sitting for a second, but you know, it's part of the experience. I let it fill. I would
0: say a third of the way. There, there's okay. got to be some warm water already in there before I hop in. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I'm, um, I'm not getting into a cold tub and just sitting on. It's not porcelain. What do they make a tub out of? I think it's just porcelain. A standard, it's like, no, text- like, it's like a textured porcelain.
1: porcelain. I don't know. Whatever well, it is. I'm not sitting I'm on that
0: cold stuff.
1: Yeah, I, uh, I let it fill up to probably like my ankles and then it's like I'm all in. I've been really considering getting like a, they call it a bath. Caddies where you stretch it across the top and you can oh, you know, yeah. do whatever. Yeah, I think thinking about getting one of those. Uh, nothing better than a good wake and bathe. I'll tell you that much. Wake it wake and bathe. There
0: you go. um Yeah, love a good bath. Are you like a bath bomb kind of situation
1: guy? We have some. I've never used them. I got them as a gift. Uh, I gave them as a gift better. Um, they kind of, I don't know. I feel like if I took a bath with well, a bath there's, bomb, there's, I would have to take a shower a after. Bomb. But I would feel like, you don't you don't feel like not clean when you get out of a bath that had a bath bomb in it? I don't. I just like
0: it because I don't have to look at my body as much if it's underwater. And the water's yeah, super that's cloudy. Fair. Also, yeah. Epsom salts. You you want some tingle? You want some fizzin? Get okay. some, get you some Epsom salts. Love that. Love that. Yeah, okay. I might have to do a bath here pretty soon. Uh but you yeah. have been you told me about the baths and I'm I'm it's in my brain. If you now.
1: get a bath caddy, we could appropriately pod from the bathtub. I was, Think I was about, just about to say next
0: episode, next episode <laughs> from the bath for sure. <laughs> uh, I um, am, I'm good. I'm down about on my goals. I'm down about uh, six, seven pounds. Now, most of it's probably nice. just water weight and like no actual like change here, but, but I, my clothes are fitting better a little bit. Like, Love and that. I haven't really been working out a ton. It's mostly just been food choices and yeah. light activity. Uh, so once, you know, I got the new power rack set up, so we're going to be doing some lat pull downs and some low rows to go along with, like the workout I really enjoy involves those two, like the cable machines. And so
1: now that I have one of those, we're going to be
0: motivated again.
1: Um, I'm trying to work out too. And, uh, if you have two seconds, I want to show you what it looks like. This is what I say when I'm working out. This is what I look like when I'm working out. Um, I'll turn the TV on and I'll grab these. Okay. He's walking back. Towards just, the peloton. Just, oh, he did not just get on stand, the peloton. I'll just stand. in He's front of my TV and I'll do in this. Front of the TV I'll just do this
0: and doing hammer curls with three uh, pound weights.
1: And I try. No, they're twelve. I try to do a hundred. I try to do a hundred of these, and then when I get tired, I stop. And uh, my workout he he tries
0: to do Hundred of them.
1: Okay. Well, and yeah, a, yeah. I mean, and as soon as a I can't by- do anymore, workout for sure. Oh, well, I got the legs. I've been walking.
0: <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> Fair
1: enough. All right, Matt. Uh, I think that's all, right. all I got. So
0: by the way, fifteen years ago today, Baylor plays its very first mm-hmm. men's basketball game as a ranked team under Scott Drew and beats mm-hmm. Texas AM 116 to 110 in five overtimes. I remember where I was for
1: this game. Me too. Do you remember where you were? I was in eighth grade. Oh that's Jesus where I was. Christ. I was in home I was in homeroom, Matt. I was I was raising my hand to go to the bathroom. Oh, brother. Uh, I was um, in Martin Dormitory.
0: We watched the first (laughs) two or three overtimes. I think it was the first two Mm -hmm. overtimes, and we had to listen to the rest of it on the radio, Evan. We had to listen to the last Mm -hmm. three overtimes on radio. Extremely stressful, extremely tiring,
1: and I imagine we'll get about the same thing tonight, so that's that's kind of what I'm expecting. It'll be fun. Well, think about it. Think about coming to Austin next Monday and watching that game. That'll be a fun and good game. I think it'll be a very good game. I was really worried you were going to ask me to come take a bath. I think I got a UTI from my bathtub. Carol.